0: I will remember the most detailed things about you, but never your name.
1: Uh, Penny the Prince. Henceforth was Mama Fury. Diaz Mackey. Mugsy Million. Miss Don Kathleen, get out of that kitchen. Booyah. DJ
0: D. Nasty.
1: Why you, Why not just go by a name, by a normal name?
0: This is the Rack and Tour Denver podcast.
1: This episode of Rack and Tour Denver is brought to you by Pete Beland. Carbon Beverage Cafe, Colorado Creative Industries, and Outspoke. For more information about Tour Denver or our sponsors, please visit Denver.com. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I'm Amber Blaze. And <laughs> 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 uh, this is my event. <laughs> Um, it's called Rackin' Tour Denver, and it's a bi-monthly storytelling event. It takes place uh, at different locations around Denver. So, obviously, today we're at Spangling, and so I just want to give a round of applause to Spangling and Austin for hosting us. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you guys to give a warm round of applause to Pete, who has actually told stories in the past, so... <laughs> Thank you. So uh, there's a few of you here who know my partner, Chris, and those who know him will attest that he's just a better person than I am. He's kinder, more generous, more thoughtful, more compassionate. This is both with humans and also with animals. I learned this when we first started dating. I had this cat called Gonzo, and he loved this cat, and he nicknamed him just from the get-go Gonzo Wallabanzo. And he would riff on that nickname and let it evolve over time to Mr. Wallabanzo, Baby Bunzo, and my personal favorite, Monsieur Baby Wallabanzo. And, 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 and then we got a dog about a year ago, Max, who's a pretty great dog. And, and Chris, going on the assumption that Max was short for the full name Maximilian, he named him Baby Million. And that sort of evolved into, like, Muggsy Million, which I think sounds like a cartoon character from the 40s, but that's just me. And he, he's got this heart for animals, but well, there's one animal out there that he hates, and that's squirrels. Now, let's be honest. Nobody here really likes squirrels. We're not going to pet a squirrel, but he really hates squirrels. And squirrels have created problems in our house. They have... Um, and when it, when it got to the point where we needed to address this, he asked me, he said, Hey, Pete, can you go on the Neighborhood Association page? We live two blocks away right here in Five Points. And ask if anybody has a gun we can borrow. <laughs> on the Five Points Neighborhood Association page. And I'm like, you know, um, babe, I'm a, I'm a realtor who works in the neighborhood, and I just don't think, I don't think that's a really good idea. And so we settled on, on a trap And we'd put peanut butter in the trap, and and then the squirrels would come in. And and so we caught our first squirrel, and he froze overnight. Like, froze to death. We wake up, he kind of looks like this. And uh, I felt kind of bad. We threw him in the dumpster. And then we caught our second squirrel. And, and And the squirrel survived the evening. And we were talking about what to do with it, and Chris was like, well, I can fill a garbage can with water and drown him. I'm like, oh, you know, like, I'm not a big, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm not like one of those people who's just like, you know, I eat, I eat meat and whatnot. But I was like, no, I don't think that's right. Like, maybe we should take him and I can drive him far away and let him go somewhere. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and, and he begrudgingly said, Okay. So I go and I grab the trap, but I grab it wrong. And, and the thing opens, and the squirrel like dashes out. And within like a second and a half, he's halfway up a tree. And Chris gives me this look as if he was George W. Bush, and I was a TSA agent who led Osama bin Laden through airport security. And, uh, and then we caught squirrel number three. So I grab, I grab this trap again much more gingerly and take it to the car. I put it in my car and I'm driving. The squirrel's making all kinds of noise back there. And I thought to myself, how far do I have to drive? So I call my friend Julie and Julie's like our go-to animal expert in the friend group. I, we all have this, right? And, and, I, and she's like, yeah, Pete, you gotta go like five miles away. And I was planning on just going to the other side of I-70 thinking the squirrel couldn't you know, cross the highway. <laughs> Then I thought to myself, fuck, that's not far enough. So I I turn around, and I'm driving. I have to be at my office for work anyway. So I'm driving towards my office, and while I'm driving, I I think about worst-case scenarios. What happens if the squirrel gets loose? I mean, it would, first of all, shit all over my car. Then it would scratch my eyes out so that I couldn't see and couldn't drive. I would get into a wreck... I would probably get killed and take at least one other person with me. And to, to push that out of my mind, I thought about, what if I give this squirrel a nickname? You know, just trying to, trying to keep the dark thoughts at bay. So what kind of nickname do you give a squirrel? What kind of name do you give a squirrel? So I went, I started with the alliterative route. So like Sammy the Squirrel, Stevie the Squirrel. I'm like, no, no, you can do better. And then I was thinking, maybe, like, you know, what if we attribute, give him a name that's attributable to a squirrely sort of person, squirrely sort of character? So, you know, any Steve Buscemi character from those movies, you know what I'm talking about? They're like from the, like the 90s, early 2000s. But what if it's a female squirrel? You know, we find a squirrely female, Kellyanne Conway, that'd be a great nickname for a squirrel. <laughs> so eventually I get, get to my office and park in the parking lot walk out, take a quick look around to make sure like nobody I know sees me doing what I'm about to do, which is in itself very squirrely. <laughs> Open the back of the car, take the thing out, put it on the ground, but of course, unlike the last time, the squirrel doesn't run away. It just sits there. I'm like, fuck, dude, you gotta get out of here. So I, you know, lift it up, I shake it a little bit, then it finally darts out, and then for a few minutes I see it kind of, like, confusingly walking around the parking lot. There's a park nearby, so it's an it's a okay place. But, um, but anyway, I'm very happy that I saved that squirrel's life, and maybe, maybe since it's a wild animal, it doesn't need a nickname. Thank you. <laughs> Um, The next person on our
0: list is Gifty, and uh, I actually do aerial dance with Gifty. She's a very talented dancer, um, but is also a wonderful storyteller, so
1: I'm excited that she signed up.
0: The theme of my story is, is that your real name? Because I don't know if you heard Amber, but she said my name. So my name is actually Gifty. Gifty. So when I tell people my name is Gifty, they're like, oh, that's great. Is that short for something? And I'm like, but what would it be short for? So I, I sometimes, you know, play around. I'm like, yeah, it's short for Giftbox. And they're like, oh, okay, that's cool. What's your last name? And I'm like, uh, Gifterson. Wow, so your name is Giftbox Gifterson? I'm like, Yeah. So, yeah, most people think that my name is, like, you know, a fake name, a nickname, a stripper name, whatever. Um, but, no, it's, it's definitely my real name. And um, people know that it's very unique, and sometimes they don't remember it's Gifty. They'll think it's something very similar to Gifty. So I get a lot of Gypsy or Crafty or Trusty or Gift Something or Present, something like that, um, usually comes when people are trying to remember my name. But um, how I actually got my name is a very interesting story. Um, It's actually from my dad. Uh, He uh, named me in a very sly and slick way. So husbands, don't do this to your wives because... They'll be very upset. My mom still hasn't forgiven him. And they're divorced, so this is a cautionary tale. So <laughs> just keep that in mind. But um, when I was born, I have an older brother, and he's five years older than me. Um, so I was born at the hospital, and my mom was going to name me Andrea. Yes, that's like really fancy, Andrea. And so she's like, yeah, she's gonna be Andrea. And my dad was like, oh, no, that's not going to happen. So he went and picked up my older brother after I had been born. And he told her, hey, guess what? Your little sister, Gifty, just got born. And then he's like, oh, wow, Gifty. So when he got to the hospital, he he saw me. And he's like, oh, look, it's Gifty. And my mom was like, what? Uh, Oh, yeah, it's Gifty, I guess, yeah. So... (laughs) So yeah, the name <laughs> stuck and so I'm gifty from now on. But yes, it's my real name, not a nickname, not short for anything. It's on my papers, my government, all of that. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> I have a pen for you.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Rack and Tour Denver. If you enjoyed this story and live in Denver, join us at the lobby on May 9th for our next Tour event with the topic of spectacular failures. Here's a reminder to head to racontourdenver.com where you can find upcoming events, speaker bios, podcasts, and more. Ooh. Our music for this episode was created by Adam Bowmeister. Yeah. Find out more about Adam at meetrecords.com.